Hey everybody, Dave Hodges here, host of The Common Sense Show. Welcome, we are the show that is freeing America one enslaved mind at a time. Thank you so much for joining us. And uh, we have a, a, a familiar name to you. You will know who she is. And uh, we haven't talked for a while. Glad that she's on the air and she's covering a major event. And the she would be as in Sheila Zelensky. And we're talking to her and she's in Canada. And she's been a driving force behind the trucker convoy that is so inspiring to us here in the lower 48. Hopefully you people in Alaska and Hawaii are paying attention too. Before we join Sheila, we need to let you know that the uh, sponsor for the first segment of this show is Noble Gold. And listen to me, folks. Let me listen very, very clearly. Uh, They mean it when they say you'll own nothing. You will not be happy, okay? But you will own nothing. But you can preserve what you have. If you have assets to protect, you owe it to yourself to go to Noble Gold. I went from advertiser only to customer, and it's the best thing I ever did. They will diversify you to the point where it literally would take a sledgehammer on multiple levels to take away everything that they get you into. And I know that most of what I have is going to survive the Great Reset. And I'm not going to give away all the details because it is complicated, but this is what they specialize in. And you really need to get a hold of them. They'll have a no-obligation conversation. In fact, if you send for written material, if you go to goldbeforelate.com, that's goldbeforelate.com, they'll send you free material, and they will not pester you. You'll have to call them. That's how they do business, but they will save your nest egg. They'll protect your IRA, they'll protect your 401k, and they'll go through all of that with you. I want you to give them a call, 877-646-5347. That's 877-646-5347. Or you can go to goldbeforelate.com. Make sure you tell them Dave Hodges of the Common Sense Show sent you. Well, we all know Sheila, a deeply spiritual, religious follower of Christ, and uh, she's applying some of those skills into what is going on north of our border here in the United States. But I don't want to refer to it that way because we have a lot of Canadian listeners, and thank you guys. We love you guys. You guys have it worse than we do, you know, living in Canada. I'm so sorry for you. But you are showing courage and resolve that more people in the States need to start to exhibit. Now is the time to stand up and say, no and hell no. Sheila, welcome to the show. Dave, it's a real privilege to be back on your program. I'm sorry about my voice. I've been shouting over big truck engines for about two weeks. By the way, I am going to phone Noble Gold because Build Back Bankrupt is right. And I'm going to, I took that number down because they, uh, the Canadian government froze all my bank accounts at the Toronto Dominion Bank. Well, that should have been my first Whoa, clue. whoa, whoa. When did Dominion. they do this? Whoa, whoa. But this is concerning. When did they do this, Sheila? Yeah, so the day I left, um, I went to gas up, get some fuel, some diesel, and I have a, a one-ton, and I went to get some diesel, and I couldn't believe it was all my cards declined, my American Express in Canada. Um, and basically, when I phoned my branch manager, they said they've decided they don't want to do business with me, and I could come into my branch and you know, cash out basically. Not much to cash out in that account after this two months. But I said, listen, uh, how do you justify that? They said, we don't have to tell you anything. We don't want you as a client. And I actually went to a credit union in Canada four years ago and 
the 17 board members called a meeting with me and said, hey, El Chapo, we don't like the way you get your funds, you know, PayPal, sponsorship, Patreon, Zelle, Venmo, you name it. And, uh, yeah, they actually wrote me a letter like, don't call us, we'll call you kind of thing. So, yeah, this has been happening to Canadians. Build back bankrupt, good old Klaus Schwab, the worm that he is. Yeah. You know, you and I have been covering this stuff for years. Yeah, they, I left one week ago. I was in the entire convoy, convoy pardon me, um, right from literally the first marker in Vancouver on the lower mainland. We went all the way. I, got, I made it all the way to the Ontario border, and then the police stopped me and flagged my BC plates. But um, And then I couldn't get a hotel within a 500-mile radius. I sent some staff ahead of me, but it's been quite the um, 4,000 manos. But, Dave, I want your listening audience to know my father... Bob the Hammer McClarty. Bob McClarty was a trucker for 55 years. He hauled everything all over Canada, pipeline, hauled logs. He hauled oil field equipment. He hauled goods. He had the fastest load speed, shattered driving records. He was known all across this great nation. He was very well respected, adored by many men. I spent the first five years of my life from zero to five in a Kenworth truck going across the U.S.-Canadian border and my uncle Jerry drove trucks over the border, still does, just retired last month. The border between my dad, my uncle Jerry and my dad had, I think they said 112 years of trucking between just the two of them. And my dad said to me many years ago, and it sparked me to do Hammer Down to D.C. Dave, you were a part of getting the word out where we got the bikers and the truckers to go to the U.S. Capitol back in 2011 and shut down good old bathhouse Barry Satoro Obama after he implemented the NDAA. And I, I have mentioned to you off there that Peter Santilli was a part of that, mm-hmm. then later got arrested. Of course, you and I actually had one of the only Ammon Bundy interviews from the Maher Wildlife Park. We had both interviewed Cliven with the good old Harry Reid and the tortoise and the solar projects from China. <laughs> and Dave, you and I were covering all this crazy stuff, you know, the the T Boone Pickens buying up the uh the water aqueducts, I mean all the water. Now Bill Gates you got him buying up all the farmland, spraying the skies with he wants to block out the sun, Dave. You know I wrote Green Gospel. The point being though is the globalist hucksters right this last six months, Dave, have been pulling all those stops. But tonight, breaking news, true dope, as I call him, the uh, the illegitimate son of uh, Fidel Castro, I call him Justy Castro. Um, he's actually a real little demon from the pits of hell, in my opinion. He is absolutely loathed. I mean, he is ferociously, and I mean, he's an anathematized pariah, Dave. When Dave, you and I were covering all these things like the, you know, the FEMA camps, and we were talking about, you know, different groups that were buying out these you know, football stadiums. For years, we were known as radical, rabid, right-wing kooks. I mean, we were the tinfoil hat brigade. But Russia did it, says CNN tonight. Russia has sent truckers into Canada to totally dismantle the supply chain. I mean, Dave, you and I talked about the whoa, whoa, uranium we, Hold deal. on. Sheila, this is really major. What do you mean the Russians are there? What are, where are they coming from? Okay. So CNN, and I just brought this tonight, I just did this on a live stream, it'll be up tomorrow, the fakest of all fake news, CNN, said Russia did it. Do you remember the Russian narrative with Trump? Well, they said Russia has sent in the truckers. So, of course, their narrative is crumbling. Okay, okay. okay. So they're blaming, they're blaming the Freedom Convoy. And listen... 
this isn't about vaccines. It's not about mandates, although I just wrote a book, Technogeddon, where I uncovered that. I started writing it in 20, um, 2017, and then my dad passed in 2018, so I put it on hold. Enter COVID, Bill Gates, the MNRA, you know, genocidal jab from the pits of hell. Now, I have not been vaccinated. I will never, ever, ever get a shot. And I will never, ever wear a mask. I will never let anyone swab me. I have never, I've been tackled in the middle of a Canadian tire by two big thugs, 250-pound men. Here's a five-foot-seven blonde woman from Vancouver, B.C. I've been tackled. I've been manhandled by Apple security guards in West Edmonton Mall, the Vancouver Pacific Mall. I've never worn a mask from day one. Um, I'd like everybody to watch the new video from Alex Jones and Framing the World. It's, you know, COVID unmasked, and it talks about the disgusting problems with the mask. But I'm going to tell you something, Dave. We talked about the devil himself on your show years ago with Tim Ball, the renowned climatologist, Pierre Elliott Trudeau, who, by the way, made it trendy to murder your baby in 1968, even before you guys had Roe versus Wade. So this little George Soros puppet, Trudeau, what does he do? He's ducked out. He's just totally mm-hmm. nowhere to be found. He's now got COVID. Oh, he's had COVID three times, but of course now he has the deadly Omicron variant. I mean, you can't even make this stuff up, can you? No, it's not deadly. It's uh, the flu. and it's. But he hit the road because he didn't want to face the truckers. He's afraid. Well, Dave, imagine when you have trucks swarming you like mad locusts in every direction. You know, people are like, he said the other day on a disgusting little worm that he is, he says, and that's in my opinion, Mr. Operation Mockingbird Puppet says, oh, well, I just want you to know, everyone, 90% of Canadians have been vaccinated live from the pit of hell. I've talked to everybody in every province, and I can assure your audience, and you can take this to the bank when I tell you, 30% even conservatively are what we call fully vaccinated in Canada. And what are the truckers saying? We're not showing our papers, Dave. We're not in 1937 Nazi Germany. We're not showing our papers to the brown shirts. And they work for us, not the other way around. So, hey, Trudeau, you worm. No one's going to tell us, not you, not Klaus Schwab. These disgusting creeps work for us, Dave. (laughs) <laughs> it's just this is absolutely amazing I, I trudeau if you could have just seen the content of his speech that was just aired before we went on air on fox news he he just he said that the truckers were against everything that moved and it was all racial or religious it, it, i mean it's like at least center on one group they had a deal that i <laughs> caught last night and they didn't catch it in the first news show i saw and then they showed it in the second. They did catch it. There was a guy there in Canada. Keep in mind, folks, this is Canada. He's carrying a Confederate flag with Trump's picture in the center. And and he's got his face. He's obviously a Caucasian, and he's got his face painted black. And I said, wait yep. a minute. I might, buy, I might <laughs> buy the fact that someone's trying to sell a bad narrative, you know, in uh, New England in the United States, but but in Canada? I mean, who the hell in Canada cares about the Canadian flag and and Trump at that time? (laughs) Sheila, this was clearly a plant 
Just like this guy named I mean, Ray so Epps was, you know, at the, on January 6th, January 5th, Ray Epps is telling everyone, hey, it's on tape. Go go rush the Capitol. Do this, do that with the Capitol. And this guy was the Ray Epps of Canada. Have you seen this? Yes, I have. And not only that, so I want to just address, by the way, I put out a missing poster today, Justin Trudeau, a.k.a. Chicken Sheet. I'll just say a sheet for chicken He's age five. He has crappy brown hair, sex unknown, because he has no balls or spine. He's lasting, running like a baby out of Ottawa. If you see him, folks, tell him a small fringe minority of people would love to talk to him, like a swarm of mad locusts of truckers flocking him in every direction. If you see him, though, don't approach him, Dave, because he'll call you a racist, a, a xenophobe, a, you know, Islamophobe, a, discriminatory you know i mean just fill in the blank dave you can't even make this stuff up can you no no it's i i just i don't have words for it but uh there was another guy in the crowd too um he had he was using the f word f white nationalism right and I'm thinking excuse me uh, aren't you supposed to be down there in the lower 48 doing this or did george soros give you a northern area contract <laughs> i mean it was clear that they were trying to infiltrate your movement to discredit it as being racist well that's right and that's again the narrative is crumbling <laughs> you know welcome to the party trudeau and, and this is the thing and you know what's amazing dave you and i used to laugh at glenn beck of course a little you know, I mean, he was doing a great job exposing spooky dude George Soros back in Fox News. But remember, Dave, and your audience, will, new, new listeners will get a kick out of this. Remember we were on a show and I said, Glenn Beck says they're the Build-A-Bear group. Oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, the Build-A-Bear. <laughs> that was great. <laughs> secret of Build-A-Bear group. So, I mean, I didn't like the fact that he was doing that. But look at, I said two months ago, shout out to the truckers tonight, too, because... Listen, I said this on air on a podcast. I said, we need to form a line from coast to coast. We need to shut this garbage down. It's not about mandates as much as it's about freedom, Dave. And my incredibly, uh, he's a, a decorated war vet out of the Winnipeg 12th Dragoon. My grandfather, Bruce Patterson, stormed the beaches. He was shot up. And by the way, that's the only time he went to a doctor in his life. And uh, that's because he was shot in Normandy. And, and, you know, he lived to be 75 years old, and the doctor said in his final days, he said, Bruce, you've got really serious diabetes. When's the last time you saw a doctor? And he goes, Normandy. And that's a true story. And my grandfather, who stormed those beaches and watched his comrades, Dave, as you know, and a shout-out to the veterans. We love our veterans. He, you know, he always, and he took ivermectin, by the way, the horse dewormer, right, another mm. fake news Joe Rogan getting demonized. So again, they're losing the narrative and what's happening. And by the way, speaking of ivermectin, I myself have lots of veteran veterinarians in my family, and they're a big horse family. Uh, my auntie Cheryl went to the world in Texas and New York, and she said that my grandfather, that's all he ever used when he was sick is ivermectin. I mean, it, it's a complete parasitical, no side effects, very cheap, and look at how they're demonizing ivermectin. But you know, here's the deal. The supply chain, there's nothing productive people are saying. You want to support a real man in America running for president? I mean, look at this bumbling turnip brain jumping around Joey Biden. What a puppet. And so Donald Trump Jr., just I just did a show where 
Joe Rogan showed my footage just outside the convoy in Atchison, Edmonton, between Calgary, Red Deer, and Alberta, Canada. And, I mean, this is trending all over the world. And the truckers at the border are issuing a call to the RCMP, that is our federal police, to come back to the negotiating table. Um, the lawyer that they crowdfunded, that's not my trucking fund, but they raised $8 million. GoFundMe pulled them down. I said, listen, we learned our lesson with GoFundMe years ago. Tamara Litch, a shout-out to her Medicine Hat Alberta, who started the crowdfunding. But the lawyer made a good point. He said moving hundreds, if not thousands, of big rigs in the middle of prairie winter would be quite a feat, wouldn't it? So, I mean, again, Dave, you just have Prime Minister Trudeau testing positive for COVID-19. Now we're getting reports of, you know, CCP, United Nations, blue hats. Remember what, what Pappy Bush said in that, you remember it, the famous New World Order clip, Dave, we played it on our intros. He said, we will, we will get our New World Order through the, remember what he said? Oh, the yeah, 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 I remember that well, yes. The credible United Nations peacekeeping troops. Yeah, a piece of a dead body here, a piece of a child's arm here. Like, they, I did an expose on the United Nations Blue Hats, Dave, and they will murder, they, they'll rampage a city, they're murderous butchers, they'll machete you to death, they'll rape the women and kids. And then you've got the mass murdering eugenicist, Slick Billy Gates, who has a penchant for vaccinating the world. And by the way, he's banned out of 27 countries. I mean, Dave, you... You know, this is 1984 meets, um, meets, well, Trudeau, in his case, he is issuing decrees by, like, Benito Mussolini. It's incredible, Dave. Hmm. Well, the only thing I would say about that is, well, I think we're seeing, and I can't speak for Canada, but here in the United States, I think we're clearly seeing the, the installation of uh, Bolshevik communism with Nazi enforcement overtones. Uh, how, what, how would you categorize it in Canada and what you've seen? Well, I'm going to tell you something. Everyone in Canada, a vast majority, it's not some fringe group of, you know, he, Trudeau called it a small fringe minority with unacceptable views. No, what it is is incredible camaraderie. When you piss Canadians off, I mean, we'll take a lot, but we won't take any more of this little Nazi, this little worm that he is. We support pro-choice. What does that mean? We support the choice. for Whatever happened in my body, my choice, if I don't want to take some kind of a straight-out-of-the-pits-of-hell job, Dave, I mean, when does it end? I mean, go truckers, go freedom, the home of the brave, the land of the free is involved. I'm talking to every day, all day long to truckers, many of them, um, and, and, and I mean, many of them out of pocket. I mean, we did a convoy in our own hometown here just on the weekend. We had 76 miles of trucks, and that's just in my hometown. And so can you imagine following a convoy? And what I'll do is I'm going to link two videos in my footage tonight, Dave, and I'm going to send you the video I did on Trudeau, who, by the way, says we don't have enough money in our budgets to support veterans. And meanwhile, our homeless veterans are struggling, and yet, you know, with PTSD and all sorts of issues, but yet he has money to send Omar Qadar, what, $20 million, a terrorist, Dave. You know, this is absolutely unacceptable. I did a show breaking years ago, but I want to tell you that the feeling and the true thing is that you're not going to hear in the 6 o'clock news, this is unbelievable, the, the amount of people coming together, the solidarity, the, the absolute 
um, the solidarity and the absolute love for our nation, Dave, is incredible. We support the truckers. The truckers are there. It's the end of the line for Trudeau. We want the sheriffs to arrest him. And, you know, I will shamelessly support our truckers until, you know, it's, it's do or die. This is Custard's last stand. And by the way, a joke for your audience. What did Custard say at his last stand, Dave? Okay. Uh, I'm, uh, okay, what did he say? He said, oh, these shoes are killing me. <laughs> Get it, these shoes? Okay. I got it, Well, yes. I'm not that funny. I guess it jokes. <laughs> oh, it's not but, bad. It's not bad. And you got to have a little levity in the face of this. But, you know, Sheila, what you're talking about, what I'm talking about here, uh, I, I'm linking this when I do commentary on our various platforms. I'm saying this is an international struggle. The Germans are in the street. The French are in the street. The Austrians are in the street. The Canadians are really setting the tone. Uh, Americans are kind of in the streets here and there. Uh, but this is a global phenomenon now. It's really true in the Western civilization. People are saying, we've had enough. We've had enough. And we yeah. got we got to keep this going. Um, but I do think they're going to let loose a deadly pathogen. Are you curious to know why I believe this? Um, I will tell you that I have to agree with you, Dave, because look at what's happening. I mean, I just did a show with Mike Adams, Steve Quill, and Gary Haven, where a couple weeks ago we talked about the new pathogens that they're going to unleash in Fauci's freezer of hell. Mm -hmm. And that's why this convoy for freedom is hammering down to Ottawa, because they're the backbones of this country. Dave, without them, we won't survive. The truckers of this nation fight to keep our dream alive. And when you look at coast to coast and in between, we have to stand for liberty because this convoy represents liberty and freedom. And the Fauci's, um, and I love Brian, Dr. Brian Artis, a shout out to him. Oh, honorable mention. He says, uh, I'll send you a picture of his T-shirt. I'll text it to you. But he goes, stay the Fauci out of my business, you little worm. <laughs> yeah. That's, but anyway. That's pretty good. But, um, you, you know, what? here's the deal. Back in 2014 and you, you were referencing about how we kind of had the knowledge of what was coming we had documents and so forth but we didn't really have the context on how it would manifest today and now we understand it so when I write articles now I would say the first third of the articles from something eight ten years ago and then I bring it up to date very quickly because it's just a continuation of the themes In fact Mike had me on Infowars about oh, 15 months ago and he said Dave I'm seeing what you're doing and he goes and you were right then even though people considered you to be the lunatic fringe at that time and that's true but but here's what's going on in China China has uh, had an accident and this is a bona fide accident they did not let this loose because they don't want to wreck their own Olympics but it's reported now in Asian circles not not West but Asian that hemorrhagic fever is on the loose in China. That's why they've shut down the six ports. You think we got shortages now? You ain't seen nothing in three weeks. But here's the, here's the deal. It's not just hemorrhagic fever. And I printed this was coming back in 2014. Hemorrhagic is defined as Ebola by Fauci in 2011 from the NIH. It's Ebola plus smallpox to exacerbate the spread. And I even have the data from 2014 in their studies. 44% contraction rate in the general area, 92% facilities. 
this is what's loose in China, and it's in uh, a city called Xia, big time, XIA. They're welding the doors and windows shut on their homes to try to control this before the Olympics. But this is their doomsday weapon. This is what they plan to bring here if they can't stop the wave of populism. So that's what's coming. And by the way, it, you, you may find this interesting, Sheila. I published this eight years ago. The CDC holds the patent on Ebola. Impossible, people say. Well, no, I published the patent. But it only could hold the patent on Ebola if it modified it, which means weaponized it. And they right. own the patent on all the treatment. And they have a vaccine, Sheila. They do. Crucell Laboratories, this has all been scrubbed from the web, but I have hard copies. Crucell Laboratories came out and says, yeah, we've got a, we got a vaccine for this. I thought their sample size was small. But nonetheless, they made the claim. CDC validated it. And so they're ready to survive it why they kill off most of humanity uh, who have no immune defense for this at all. This is their this is their uh, death knell. This is their doomsday weapon, I believe. Yeah, it is, uh, that's a really good way to put it, Dave, their doomsday weapon. And, and, you know, when you think about how Obama sabotaged the American military, I mean, look at now we've got U.S. military training right now, boots on the ground. Steve and I have covered this, and you and Mike, and we've talked about you know, these guys that are learning, they're, they're really doing drills on how to take out American patriots. I mean, Austin to governors just today, guard troops must get COVID vaccine. That's a letter. This is Austin to governors. Guard troops have to, Dave, get the vaccine. In letters to seven governors, it's reaffirming the need for members of the state's army and the Air National Guard. I've got guys that call me in every day. A big shout out to Ryan, a good friend of mine in Hawaii, He's also in the Air National Guard. He's a Honolulu police. But, I mean, you should see this. It's incredible. Now, just breaking also, by the way, I had a text from one of my boots-on-the-ground people. Canada's Freedom Convoy truckers are blocking key Montana crossing routes. They're saying for beef. That's not true, Dave. They're not blocking the beef. They're saying, listen, we're not putting up a Trudeau's vaccine mandates. He's not rescinding them, Dave. In fact, he's doubled down now, and truckers are parked there until this little worm opens up our country, yeah. and we want the sheriff to arrest him for crimes against humanity because that's, that's where all these devils belong, the Fauci's, the Gates. What, arrest Fauci, arrest Gates, crimes against humanity. I mean, Dave, we were talking about the world court with the Pope, the Queen, these devils like... Justin Trudeau, the Prime Minister, he isolates with COVID in a, what, a deep location underground in an undisclosed location, refuses to meet with these protesters. Like, what a little absolute disgusting degenerate. And in solidarity with their Ottawa counterparts, truckers at the Alberta-Montana border stage with the, the, the RCMP, the police are describing as a complete blockage of Highway 4 in, in our western province. And this road is one of the biggest artery for commercial goods. It's between nations. But truckers have been stuck there for days. Every one of our borders, my uncle's been over there, blockades are causing disruption for coots and other places. But it, Justin Trudeau, this is not the truckers. Trudeau announced on Monday, let's not forget, that he tested positive for Omicron. He's isolating at this Again, undisclosed location. He was fleeing the protest tour in Ottawa with his family, and he said at a press conference last night again, you heard it on Fox. I mean, look at the little bumbling jackass that he is. I hope I can say that on air. The 
the the jackass, that's a biblical word, the angry truckers are demanding Trudeau end these mandates. We're tired of people committing suicide. Kids in school are still not in school in Alberta because of Omicron. They've closed off the bridges. They're stopping people from taking gasoline, diesel, and food to the truckers in Ottawa. He's got his little thugs out in the street like the brown shirts. I mean, Dave, this is absolutely What do you, what do you mean by the brown shirts? Tell me about that. Well, I just think they're, it's like the Nazi brown shirts. If you say anything, they'll swoop in. You know, I've got footage, again, that's going up tomorrow. I mean, I've got in, uh, 2,000 miles west of Ottawa where hundreds of truckers, maybe thousands, are protesting uh, the southernmost point of the province of Alberta, forming a blockade. I mean, we've got, you know, eastern seaboard. We've got Texas truckers, Texarkana, Louisiana, Alabama, Arizona, Guys, like, all directions. We've even got um, tractors, like, actual farmers that are, like, done with him. Like, Trudeau has lost control, and I think old spooky dude George Soros is just going to Clinton cartel him. And I don't know what happened, Dave. A complication with Omicron. And guess what? Justy Trudeau is never seen from again. That's my prediction, Dave. What do you mean he's not seen from again? I think they're going to, you know what, right, what they do when you testify against Hillary. I think oh, he lost control. Oh, oh. Yeah, I think he lost control of the narrative. You know, look at the lineup of Chuck's, uh, like right now, I wish I could show you this on video. It's Sweetgrass Border, the U.S. Customs and Border Checkpoint between Montana and Alberta. That's, again, the biggest artery. And, you know, I really want to have you on my show, too, to follow up, too, and um, get you on with some of your amazing stuff, Dave. But, I mean, this is incredible. There are demonstrators, and, and Canada is united. We are united with liberty, freedom. It never was about a virus. Yeah. It's about control, Dave. Yep, yep you're right about that. Uh, when I saw the footage on Fox, and uh, usually the mainstream media minimizes crowds they don't want you to see, but this time <laughs> yeah. they showed it, and I was stunned. But here's something else I found out. Uh, in a recent Houston rally for Trump, he had 85,000 people in attendance. Correct. 85,000. Uh, 80, I mean, think about that. Dave. That's a stadium filled that those brothers bought out, remember, for the FEMA camp oh, NHL. Oh. Well, that's another story we'll have to talk about another time, but we have FEMA camps going in here in Arizona. Um and it's based on legislation I covered, again, going back seven, eight, nine, ten years ago. But that's happening, too. And this is where they're going to put all of us, folks. I mean, we have, here in the United States, I mean, you talk to any of us who are in the know, whether it's Steve or Ted Brower or uh, Doug Hagman, you know, Paul Preston, name them, name something, Mike Adams. We're all saying the same thing. There are going to be between 100 and 200 million Americans exterminated if we don't stop it now that's it's coming it's coming that's not hyperbole um and it used to be when i talked about fema camp sheila it's kind of fun i'd have the legislation i say hey fm 39.4 rex 84 look at all this stuff folks they've laid it out in detail that's nuts you're a fringe lunatic and this is what i had to hear 10 12 years ago well not many people are saying it today well, when you and I did the show, remember, we actually did a show in 2016, right when Watch picked it up. I don't know if you remember, and I'll send you this. 
good old Kyle, the little worm, Mantelli, said, on a recent radio broadcast, radical right-wing commentator Sheila Zlinski and kooky conspiracy theorist Dave Hodges used the controversy <laughs> over athletes kneeling during the national anthem to warn that NFL is working with the government to brainwash Americans so they can be herded into FEMA prison camps housed that's inside. That's how we said it. That's, that's a lie. I know, but, you know, I mean, come on, Dave. Like, we, well, we know that yeah. NFL is evil. Should have digressed just for a moment. I want to go back to Canada. But in 2012, I covered this. The uh, DHS reached an agreement, and it's public, with all the major league sports leagues to use their arenas, their stadiums, and they reached an agreement with Simon Properties to use malls and strip malls. They're the largest owner of such in North America to house people in an emergency. Okay, well, that can be anything you want. So, listen, the subject of FEMA camps is no longer that of conspiracy theorists. It's reality, and it's happening in Arizona. It's happening in Washington, and it's happening in your country, too, isn't it? Sheila, did I lose you? Oh, sorry, you got me, Dave. Sorry, my data is kind of cutting in and out. Okay, Um, I got you now. A note on Simon Property, and folks, this is important. Dave's been covering this for years. I mean, we were on back during the Republic our Republic broadcasting days. Oh, yeah. I mean, we were talking about this. Simon Properties bought up a bunch of, um, well, I mean, the Chinese owned Simon Properties. Now, they used to be an American real estate investment trust firm, and they were investing in shopping malls, outlet centers, all these mm-hmm. community lifestyle centers. But they are the largest owners of shopping malls, folks, in the United States, and they're headquartered in Indiana. Well, I did a little digging years ago when Dave and I busted that story open, and David Simon, if you do a little digging on him, guess what? The subsidiaries, Taubman Centers, the Mills Corporation, Forever 21, the founders were these Herbert, um, Herbert and Melvin Simon, but here's the kicker. These three brothers were also in cahoots with, guess who, Harry Reid and his son, member of the good old Chinese, uh, oh, yes. the Bureau of Land Management Takedown. I mean, Dave, it's, uh, it, the dots are incredible, aren't they? Yeah, th- there's, there's no hiding it. it it's, uh, I published a document yesterday that was part of the uh, Let's Go Back in Time to show what's really happening now. Do you know that back in, gosh, 2014, 2015, DHS sent out a questionnaire to all schools, and it's all about how you can confine students and use the school staff to do it. And they asked them for their skills. What kind of skills do they have to shelter in place? Blah, blah, blah. And you look at new schools today, they look like prison camps. And this was all about locking kids up. Uh, in schools for space reasons and they they actually rehearsed this in 2011 in Operation Mountain Guardian so yeah you're absolutely right and this is what your government's going to do to you um, if you're not successful with your protests Um, let let me ask you let me tell you what I heard today is it true that the health official leader I don't know his name but I read a headline today said that your health leader said that mass and vaccines may keyword may become optional is that true well i'll tell you what i've heard the breaking news today teresa tam who uh mm-hmm. well i call him a shout out to tam he 
he's a he or she, whatever, a Canadian physician. He's a little lemming, and he has said on record, and he, by the way, he's from Hong Kong. No, I'm sure that's just a coincidence. But Fauci made a statement this morning, and the Epoch Times picked it up, that Fauci knew about the virus lab origin from a secret teleconference, pushed alternative narrative, and guess what? Jeff Carlson and Terrence Tam, who, by the way, was on there this morning saying, you know, look at Fauci has said we know this, that the masks don't work. The WHO, I've, I've showed this video footage, Dave, the WHO says the masks don't work, and the Omicron subvariant cases in Canada now, they're saying, are climbing faster than Chris Christie can wolf down a Big Mac. You know, the bloated carcass that he is. And Omicron is infectious for up to 10 days. So isn't that incredible that just as a good old shiny pony there, um, and we call him shiny pony, basically it's a joke in Canada because he runs around in these ridiculous outfits I mean, he has one day he's a Muslim, he's in a Muslim mosque. The next day he's wearing Indian, like Pakistani garb. I mean, he's the laughing stock of Canada. He's the, again, the SpongeBob. But our top doctor apparently says Canada may have passed the peak of Omicron, but they're losing the narrative. And like you said, Dave, the Ebola and these other incredible, again, the, the Fauci's Frankenstein freezer full of. GMO Franken Labs. I mean, there's so much stuff coming at it, Dave. I mean, there's so many reactor rods going off with Ukraine. Um, you know, it's look over here. Never mind about what's going on in Canada. Exclusive smoking gun documents and Nancy Pelosi's son, the fraud, you know, bribery scheme. I mean, every day, Dave, we have to have a, a, an army of people just to keep up with moment by moment. I mean, we'll talk about this and five minutes later, it's old news day. Yeah, I know. That's, that's, uh, had that discussion with my uh, former DHS friend. Um, we need to step aside just for a second. I want to get this in now so we can finish on a roll. But ladies and gentlemen, um, I mentioned earlier about the Chinese ports being shut down. You want to talk about betrayal real quick as a digress? Uh, our wonderful uh, Mitch McConnell the man who thinks he's going to be the majority leader after November's election again. No way in hell are we going to let that happen. His wife, Secretary Powell, that was the head of transportation, her parents control the six major communist Chinese ports. Boy, that's objective. Uh, oh, unbelievable. Anyway, folks, the Chinese are not shipping much now. There's some air freight coming out, but that's about it. We don't have a land route from Asia to the United States. So basically it's shipped and very seldom is it flown in comparison. And we got about three weeks left on this uh, rudder here because even if they opened the ports tomorrow fully, it would still take another six weeks to get them up to speed. That's what I've been told. We are going to have really big shortages. Now you can survive most shortages, but here's the deal. You gotta have food and water. And uh, at MPS, they offer 25 year shelf life food. It tastes good. I mean, I've had it taste good. It's high in calories. You go, whoa, don't want that. Wait a minute, folks. You're eating to survive. Okay, when you eat this food, you're at the point when you're saying there's not other food available. Okay, so you're eating your reserves. So you want it to be high in calorie, 2,000 calories per day for the average person. And there's lots of variety in the food. If you buy everything in bulk in the supermarket, you're going to get one or two things. Okay, that's bad for diet variety. And you'll habituate to the same food because you won't want to keep eating it. Well, that's not true with MPS. 
and they have a great sale. You'll see it when you go to the website, preparewithdave.com. That's preparewithdave.com. And now's the time, folks. We're just about out of time. And if we hyperinflate in our economy, you won't be buying any preps. And there's a secondary product, too, that goes on the heels with this. If you don't have water, you can't eat. But you cannot store enough water, you know, to basically get through a crisis. So you're going to have to scavenge some. So swimming pools, rain runoff, ponds, streams. But on the fifth day of a crisis, Naval War College says number one cause of death is what? Uh, waterborne illness. Well, we can prevent all that with the Alexa Pure Pro water filter. And if you look at the research, when you go to their website, waterwithdave.com, you're going to see really clearly that they beat the competition. They compare companies in filtration with their product, and they're clearly number one, and it's no competition. So you want this filter. In fact, actually, you should probably get two or three because you don't know how long you're going to be uh, having to do this. But this will ensure you're always going to have some water supply. So you got the food, preparewithdave.com. you got the water, waterwithdave.com. And by the way, the water filtration is 40% off. And I want to stress this, while supplies last. And that's a really a key phrase today. And the same thing's true with the food. NPS is one of the few left standing. So take advantage of this now. We're talking with Sheila Zielinski, and as we approach the end of the program, we'll tell you how to follow her good work. But uh, Sheila, I, I wanted to get back to the mechanics of the uh, convoy. Now that they're in Ottawa, um, first question is, how are these people maintaining uh, keeping warm? How are they maintaining uh, getting food? Um, and taking care of their personal needs. What, what would you say to that? Sheila, I think we lost you here for a second. Sheila, are you Dave, with Dave, can you hear me now? I can hear you now. Did you hear Dave, my question? Dave, can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. Did you hear my question? Um, yes, I did, and I will respond to it. I just want to make sure I can hear you. You're good. Okay. Yeah, I'm glad you asked that question. It's a great question, and your listeners will be very interested to know that Tamara Litch with Medicine Hat, Alberta, she was in, involved in our United We Roll last couple years with the Yellow Vest in Canada. Um, what's happening is, my gosh, and the camaraderie and the sovereignty and the incredible solidarity that Canadians are locking arms together. The Hutterites are cooking batch food. They're they're taking them to the truckers. They're they're getting in there no matter what. There is incredible people that are coming to diesel the trucks up. Um, the truckers, I've interviewed them for the last 72 hours. They said it's incredible. They are just the tears that have shed from the truckers, the love we have for our precious truckers as they fight for our freedom. And they are locking down everything, Dave. I mean, they are jackknifing roads. They are not letting, I mean, if you got it, a trucker bought it, including anybody listening on a device right now, your food in your fridge, your clothes in your back. My dad always said, if you got it, a trucker bought it. And this is the exciting part of it, Dave, is that there's such incredible, um, you know, churches are stepping up to the plate. I mean, churches in Canada were shut down. I mean, look at my good friend who I've known for a decade, Pastor Art Pulowski. I mean, you know, the jackbooted Gestapo came in there during a church service and shut him down. You, you know, your people have seen Arthur Pulowski, the Polish pastor that lived under the Iron Curtain. Dave, he hates communism, and that's what we're going to have 
if we don't accomplish what we set out when we went to Ottawa, and I mean, you're you're seeing such incredible people that again, we've got the Hutterites, the Mennonites, the church groups, the pastors. You've got just citizens on the street that are giving them gas cards and coffee cards and baked lunches and baking muffins and little old ladies. I mean, Dave, it is just a beautiful sight. And meanwhile, the fakest of fake news, Kami Broadcasting Bottle Propped in Canada, is reporting that, oh, my God, you're not going to be able to eat because of these horrible truckers. Again, it's just a fringe group of, you know, these weirdos, these racists, these white supremacists ripping down statues, jamming up. I mean, come on, Dave. Is anybody buying this? I think the average person has awakened, but there's a few. I live out in the rural part of Maricopa County and very rural, and I'm driving to leave our area, and I'm watching this lady. She's got a dog on one hand, her baby carriage on the other, and she's got a mask on that looks like it's almost a full body suit out in the middle of nowhere. Oh, my. Oh, out no. in the middle, and, and she motions me to come around her. It's absolutely incredible. Wow. I, I just well, I, when I, I was when I was checking out of my hotel, I um, the the general manager came in and he started screaming at me in front of a group in the lobby that how dare I be the only person in the hotel not adhering to the Hilton. I was staying at a Hilton hotel in I think we were in Winnipeg, Manitoba, and you know I'm an Envoy member. I have more points. I probably could have a year stay in a hotel by all the hotels and. You know, he started screaming at me. He was of Muslim descent, shouting at me rudely. And I asked, are you the general manager? And he said, you need to put on a mask right now. I'm not putting on a muzzle. I'm not shopping at any place that requires me to wear a stinky, God-infested, you know, infectious face diaper. I'm not doing that, Dave. I've never worn a mask. And by the way, sadly, my three boys, my three sons are were so pressured and so depressed about not being able to work or go to school. All three of my boys are tradesmen. One works in the oil patch in Fort McMurray. One's a journeyman electrician, red seal, commercial electrician. And my youngest son is a book author. And they all felt pressure to get the two vaccines. I mean, I've been praying over them, speaking a supernatural reversal to any damage. Right now, the number one exciting thing is, folks, we've got to remember there's no political solution for a, a spiritual problem we have to be in prayer the covid camp churches churches in canada dave were getting paid a hundred thousand dollars up to a hundred thousand a month to become vaccine covid camps oh my and yet they were shut down for sunday services but four of our beloved pastors including manitoba's tobias Thiessen, Arthur Pulowski from Alberta, a BC pastor, Art Lucy, they've all been fined up to $100,000 in fines for not closing their doors. A big shout-out to the Church in the Vine in Edmonton, Alberta, Rodney Fortin and his wife. He's got uh, an incredible 17 fines, hundreds of thousands of dollars. I mean, the OHS swooping in there, Occupational Health and Safety and Alberta Health Services, telling them every day they're going to shut them down. Meanwhile, Costco... Costco across the street has about 100,000 people jammed in there. I mean, Dave, this was never, ever about the virus. It was always about the jab and the fact that you will unknowingly, as I wrote in Technogeddon, become part of the good old Cur Ray Kurzweil and the gang of ilk. You, you'll become a transhumanist. 
whether you like it or not, with this litany of ever-ending, never-ending boosters and more jobs. And meanwhile, Bill Gates and his shares in Pfizer are laughing all the way to the bank and Fauci, too, with a patent. Yeah, well, the... Uh the corporations in all this, too, with the lockdowns, they have doubled their profits. Why, 56% of American small business went out of business. Just never But, ends. Dave, you know right now that it's really never about that. It's like Al Gore said years ago, we should have took a cue from good old Al, the gory man. He said, ubiquitous population for the planet. Dave, it's always been about what you've, you, you and I have written about, talked about, wrote about, talked about ubiquitous population the united nations agenda 21 agenda 2030 as i expose in green gospel i talk about the green path back in 20 i wrote that book in 2011 and it didn't even come out i couldn't get a publisher for about five years you know i was the reigning female kook of the universe well i think sherry tenpenny has taken over that title i'll gladly hand that over but i mean dave we've talked about this on shows over a decade ago, we were talking about, you know, these climate alarmists and, you know, the fact that they closed down a debate. The debate is over. The science is settled, Al Gore said. It was like a nature hike through the Book of Revelation, looking at the floods, the famines, you know, the forest fires, the, you know, no, the forest fires are arson and poor forest management in California. And yet, look at, we couldn't even get on TV, Dave. We couldn't get on any radio stations. We had a small group of people and, I mean, it's incredible. And I want to thank you, Dave, for over a decade of incredible reporting. I hope people really understand that we put our life on the line, Dave, every day. And we face, I mean, unimaginable. Uh, it, it's a tough calling, Dave, I will admit. It's thankless. Yeah, I appreciate that, but it is it is a tough calling. I mean, when, when uh, the New World Order visited my neighborhood and tried to steal our property, collectively without compensation <laughs> excuse yeah. me i was a happy college basketball coach and a professor at the time and uh, life was good uh, i didn't need this but i uh, figured uh, if i didn't do it then who and uh, and and i i was fairly aware but i got a real education as i dug into this i never dreamed here's the thing that surprised me since trump was elected what surprised me is how deep the deep state is, and I'll be specific. The Communist Chinese Party and George Soros, if you just look at my state in Arizona, they own most of the executives. They own the County Board of Supervisors of Maricopa County, kept a fair audit from happening. Um, they, they own the Secretary of State. I could go on and on with this, and it's true in Georgia. It's true in Pennsylvania. It's true in all the swing states because I've looked at all of it. But Sheila, the bottom line is, is we have officials who've sold out to greed and the communist Chinese and George Soros have bought them all up. They bought up all the prosecutors for the most part in big cities. So we have lawless environments. It's part of the Maoist cultural revolution. And I could not believe how the deep state permeated to such a low level of our government. It's just incredible. Well, yeah, it is incredible. And the deeper state, even then, we know the, the very top of the food chain. It isn't about the Bidens, the puppets, 
like Trudeau. It's really about the top of the food chain, the Illuminati, the Cabal, the 300, you know, the Black Mobility, the, the Knights of Maltas. I mean, we're talking about some real Satanists, Dave, and you've covered this on your show, the, you know, the good old um, Marina Abramovich and all these Bill Gates. I mean, these are puppets. The real black, black hooded nobility at the very top. We're talking 1776 Bavarian Illuminati. We're talking about the Queen, the bloodlines of the Illuminati. We're talking about you know stuff that we would get laughed off air years ago. Yeah. And now we're just discovering with the WikiLeaks dumps when we. I exposed John Podesta. I lost my blue Vericheck on Twitter. I'm still verified on Facebook. But Dave, I mean, we have paid an incredible price to bring this stuff to our listeners, you know, Ted Brower, Doug Hagman, Steve Quill, yourself, myself. I mean, it's incredible how we can tie all these dots together. And yet people still have drunk the Kool-Aid, these mask wearing minions that are out there. You know, the now Fauci says he wants N95 masks on these kids. And, you know, it is such an abomination, Dave, we shouldn't even have to say this. I mean, it's just common sense. But I will tell you, there's a lot of exciting things happening, and I really believe even the American truckers, what I'm hearing from long-haul truckers that have you know, been trucking for 30, 40, 50, two decades. One family goes back, I talked to 1952, three generations of truckers. Dave, it's exciting what's happening. You know, it's like in a bug's life. Um, I think that show was written, I think, well, I think it's a Disney, and, you know, I did the Disney Deception, and Disney was a high-level Freemason, but they did get one thing right, and, you know, I guess even a broken clock is right twice a day, but they said in a, a show called A Bug's Life, I don't know if you remember this, it was Kevin Spacey's voice, and he said, one ant is no issue, but if you have a million ants stand up, their way of life is over. And guess what? We are calling for the removal of every devil in this country that is working lockstep with the United Nations. We want them removed. We want Canada out of the United Nations. We want all these Fauci's gates arrested and perp-walked at Gitmo. And it's high time, Dave. We've said it before. We should be taken to the streets with pitchforks. They're doing a peaceful protest. If I was in charge... Uh, it would be like the shootout at the OK Corral in Wyatt Earp. But I'll um, tell you what. Sheila, i got to interrupt you here, though, because we're almost out of time. But I just wanted to ask you a quick answer question. How long okay. are the truckers prepared to stay in Ottawa? Until the mandates are over. Okay. Well, I know that Trudeau is working on means to get rid of my read that headline, but I think that's going to be easier said than done. Okay, the time we have left, tell people how they can follow your good work. Thanks, Dave. Um, you, they can all go to Sheila Zielinski, S-H-E-I-L-A, Zielinski, Z-I-L-I-N-S-K-Y, at Hotmail, or sorry, Hotmail, um, at uh, .com, .com, SheilaZielinski.com. Sorry, I've been on the road since 4 a.m. this morning. I'm getting tired. But uh, I want to encourage people to also bookmark SheilaZielinski.tv. And how can you get over there? And what I really want to encourage people to do, Dave, and I'd love to come on and talk about this book. Stu Peters had me on, and uh, the sales were unreal, and Stu Peters was just shocked at this book. He said he's never – he said, Sheila, your book is incredible. Technogeddon, as Steve Quill uh, did the endorsement on it, amazing Dr. Michael Lake, the ominous plans for the transhumanism. Dave, I mean, we've been talking about this stuff a long time, and I'll tell you, this you want to get this book. I just yeah. released it this summer. 
Technogeddon, but thank you, Dave, for what you do, and I'm looking forward to having you back on my program. Well, I'm looking forward to it, too, and we're going to do a TV interview, too. I'll be in touch. Sheila, we are flat out of time, but thank you so much for joining us. Great information. Keep up the good work. Thank you, Dave. Thanks to your audience. Bye-bye.